Hello, Internet. A few things before the show starts. First, we'd like to give a shout-out to our two newest patrons, Charlotte and Greg. Thank you and all our other patrons for the support. You all help make this podcast possible. In other news, we wanted to talk to you about something before the show. After some self-reflection, we at the Drunken Ugly feel somewhere in the past we might have given off the appearance of not wanting criticisms for our work. We would like to express our deepest apologies for this. We need your opinions, both good and bad, about our games. Starting from today on, we will open up a critique or criticism thread on the forums and would like to hear all of your critiques, good or bad, for the show. Those listening on iTunes or other podcast aggregators, if you'd like to comment, please visit our site, drunkenugly.com, and leave a comment there. Or if you want to visit these mysterious forums I'm talking about, click on the Drunken Ugly forums link on the main site and throw us a line. Finally, we have an Anon box at drunkenuglysuggestions.tumblr.com if you prefer a more anonymous means of leaving your criticism. In other news, Matt and myself have started a spin-off podcast called Ugly Talk. There we review and discuss the nitty-gritty of translating media to and from tabletop gaming. You can check it out at theyknowthings.tumblr.com or find us on iTunes. Thank you and enjoy the show. If I didn't than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way Hello, Internet. And there goes Josh. Hi, Internet. Playing Fallout Session 14? Yeah, that's what I got in... Let me check. Let me double check. I think it's 14. I was going to start writing the number down at the bottom of my note sheet. <laughs> Probably would not be a bad call. Yeah, 14. I'm not going to number my notes, but I'll write down the number of the last session I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when last, when, uh, when last we left off, you made nice with one of your greatest friends and then made nice with one of your greatest enemies. Yes, no way this will backfire. Yes, it is impossible. Things cannot go badly. And then there was also a murder that we weren't sure how to solve because... I think Kevin put it, our base is just full of ticking time bombs. <laughs> it's like, let, let, let's be could fair. It, could it this be the, could no it be the killer robot we're trying to re, re, trying to recondition? The cannibalistic robot? The two supervillains? Uh, <laughs> Perhaps a super mutant that you only found one of? Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could it have been the world itself? It probably wasn't the world itself. <laughs> it's a very specific death. But anyway, when last we left off, you uh, you shook hands, made nice with the uh, Enclave civilian leader. And a burning arrow came down with a letter attached to it. Asking for Lanso and the uh, Kismet Park Protectorate's aid in resolving a dispute between two Knights of the Round Table. Right. Um, there's there's two knights being Boris the Younger and Lamarack. Uh, sir, in both cases. Right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're going out. To, yeah. To meet them. Were we? I don't think we were taking. We weren't taking the bus, right? Because the bus is busy doing stuff with the shuttle. I can't remember how we yeah. were going out there. 
Uh, I figured you were just going to take your like normal transportation, your your electric scooter, the trailer. Yeah, I guess we're well. We lost we lost the trailer. We're R.I.P. Trailer. Maybe we built a new one. Oh yeah, R.I.P. Trailer. Uh, maybe later. <laughs> we were planning it. We were going to use the APC to replace the trailer, but it got really messed up by driving over like fifty mines. <laughs> Only like three, just because they were anti APC mines. Only three, and then seven more immediately following. <laughs> Look, you fixed it a little. It limped. It limped home. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we're going out there. Maybe we have a smaller trailer. Okay. However, you get there. It's um, the Enclave doesn't mind letting you go resolve this issue. They have things to do back at their Enclave. Biz- yes, I meant the Minutemen. <laughs> Okay. The Minutemen is what I meant to say. I was wondering. They are clearly not the Enclave. Yeah, given by how they're not trying to kill us. Right. <laughs> yes, uh, the Minutemen have things to do, things to set up. Uh, meanwhile, you start heading off to the northwest through some pretty swampy territory. And everyone, make me notice checks. You want me? You want me to to make a a, a check that isn't ice? Oh yeah. Did we uh did we increase sure. uh, our refresh rate after the last milestone, or was it not that significant a milestone? No, it wasn't the super. That, that, yeah, that was the super crazy mid- awesome milestone. That was the middle level. Okay. What is my notice? Oh, it's actually pretty good. Lanza gets a plus one. I get a plus three. It's a plus three. Let me see. I get a plus two. Plus two. Run the whole gamut. How you doing, Zach? Uh, sorry. What am I rolling? Notice. Notice. Uh, one sec here. Uh, plus one. Okay. So, Lanso, Chris, Alex, you all, as you approach the um the supposed meeting points. You start hearing peals of thunder, which is strange because not a cloud in the sky. Meanwhile, Vespera, uh, you hear a sort of energetic crackling behind each of the uh, thunderstrokes. Energetic crackling? Yes. Sort of like, uh, sort of like... Uh, sustains arcing electricity, something like that. Huh. Is it raining? It is not. No, there's not a cloud cloud in the sky. sky. Y'all hear that? Yeah, it sounds like far off thunder. I'm not seeing anything around. It ain't thunder, though. Yeah, I'm thinking it might be artillery fire? Might be. It's got a... Sort of energetic crackle to it, I guess. Hmm. You all, you also notice something else, Vespera. About fifty yards ahead, there's a uh, three camouflage men with guns hiding behind a rock, but they're not hiding from your direction. And I think that might be our culprit for the artillery fire. Let's walk up all peaceful like they're not hiding from us. Yeah. 
we uh, approach. All right. Do so you try to make yourself stealthy in any way? Let's see, uh, how many dudes and how well armed? Three guys. One has a rifle. One has a cheap assault rifle. Third has a pistol. Whatever. We out. Honestly, Vespa will just make her presence clear. Yeah, we we outnumber and them, have... and we kind of outgun them. Yeah, she's just gonna make her presence clear uh, and approach them. Uh, not stealthy from them, basically. Right. Yeah. Stealthy from whatever they're hiding from. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll that, that, we'll, we'll roadie run enough. between cover into their into their direction. As you approach them, these people are messed up. They're covered in cuts, dirt. They've got they look very travel weary. I will go to their aid. One of them looks ever. Right. Would you say you're compelled? I might to be. Do that as a doctor of the wastes. Um. Yeah. Told sure, by fate, fate, perhaps. Yeah, sure. Take a fate point. You don't have to be an ass about it. <laughs> uh, if there, if there's a, if there's an emphasis on on silence, uh, Chris will hold up his bag and point at the red, point at the red cross on it, um, but not the red cross because that's just tra- that's trademarked. Um, so the the crimson tea of healing. <laughs> How about the the crimson cruciform? Yes, yeah, I like that one better. Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> it's even yeah. it's even got the it's even got that sick uh, alliteration going on there. Yeah, the the one who appears to be the leader of the three, um, a slightly older, like in her mid twenties, woman with uh, very close shorn hair, looks over to you. Oh, how are you doing there? Like we're doing a lot better than you. What's going on? Um, just tradition. Care to elaborate? And he'll... over that hill, uh, what's that? He'll he'll head over also and uh, put gauze and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now over that ledge there, and there's a cliff about uh, another twenty yards forward. Down there, there is a fight, and we are waiting to see who the winner is. Which factions? Uh, giant robot and less giant robot. Hey, Lancer, that sounds like your guys. Which one? Indeed. <laughs> Both of them. Is, are they, how, how giant are they compared to him? Um, I will describe them once you see them. Well, I mean, he's asking them. Oh. How giant, um... Probably a bit more than man-sized and two or three times man-sized. Oh, jeez. We follow them all the way down here from the far north. I hate coming-of-age rituals. Why is that? Anyone from my town to be considered an adult has to go and fight the robot. God and of, damn of, it. of course, the day we turn old enough, he walks all the way down here. Wait, I think uh. I heard of that ritual. They do that up in the Great Lakes region. Yep, they sure do. Which one is your robot? The giant one. Hmm, yes. Are you telling me that you guys are from the Great Lakes? Yes. You are an awful far way now. Is it? Is the robot supposed to be closer? Yeah, hasn't left until the last couple. Of, until the last couple of weeks. 
Well, it made it leave. I don't know. It just sort of stopped one day and then started walking south. And of course we can't stop it. And its stride is longer than ours. Well, this guy right here. She she motions uh, to Lanso. Might actually be connected with that robot. So we'll see if he can't convince him to go back home. All right, all right. Just get over there, see if you can't do anything. They've been fighting for something like three days now. Three days? That seems about right. Yeah, I think we, we received a request from for aid from one of them. Oh, yeah, that'd probably be the, the smaller one. He sent out some sort of robotic squire or something. At least that's what he told us it was. It was funny. We yelled at, we yelled down at him from the cliff, asked him what he was doing. He has held a conversation mid-fight. I mean, it's not surprising. It's a it, these are all uh, arena battle robots. They're all designed to be very uh, they're all designed to be very swashbucklery, and you know, they're designed to be able to do that. Yeah, the big boy is in rough shape, though. The big boy or the bigger boy? The bigger boy. Hmm. Both both of them, really, but the bigger boy especially. Gotcha. Uh, well, do you need... I can patch up some of those wounds and whatever. That's all right. We've been through worse on the way here. All right, you sure? Yes, let us know if you see any death claws. I haven't seen any so far, but uh, I recommend you stay away from the rat gators. I'll take uh, that under advisement. <laughs> I ain't seen any Deathclaw in, in, in Florida, but I would be interested, assuming you guys would enjoy being a hunting party. What I'm saying is, I'd rather not run into a Deathclaw again. <laughs> Fair enough. I ran, we ran into them back up in the uh, Indiana region. I get you. All right. Surprised you guys are still standing. Well, we're not just hiding. We're also kind of resting. Fair enough. Well, hey, there's actually a place uh, due south. If you're looking for a good place to rest. We need a place you can hang your head. All right, I'll take that under advisement. It's a uh, Kismet Park Protectorate. Ah, oh, yeah, I saw that on one of the maps from, uh, from the North Florida way stations. Yeah, it's a big place full of good people. You have plenty of places to hang your head. All right, I'll, I'll keep it in mind. But uh, you might want to get down there before one of them makes a hit. On it. All right, yeah. Lanza, it's your lead. Yep. I stride forward valiantly. All right. You stride forward to the top of the cliff. Let me tell you what you see. So, a little bit of backstory. Boris the Younger, in Arthurian myth, was a Scottish, I believe, knight who um, who ended up being one of the most loyal and pious knights of King Arthur. In this case, he is a tall, slender humanoid robot with a pitch black coloration wielding a gigantic hammer 
with a with a large repulsor plate on one side. The other guy standing at something like twelve feet tall and very broad is Lamarack. Now, Lamarack was known for his anger, his temper, and it's said in Arthurian legend that he once bested thirty knights at once. The way the dinner attorney regraded this is that they made him comically easily upset. And when he got upset, he uh, he had a function that sort of extended his body. All of his plates were collapsible. He just sort of expanded when he got mad. Lanso, you notice that he is in very bad shape. And part of this is because the expanded mode runs his joints a little thin. He's, he was supposed to go under maintenance very quickly after he went into that mode. But he's been in this mode for a long time, it seems. Okay. And wait, was Boris that sent the message? Yep. Or Lamarack? Okay. Boris. Boris. Okay. Lamarack is wielding some form of uh, steel pipe halberd that, with the fury of every swing, bends in the air. And it's clear that if it ever struck Boris proper, it would cut him in half. But every swing he's met with an even swing in return from the hammer. And every time they meet in the middle, it creates a loud thundering crack. So what do you do? Uh, how far down is the cliff? That's about a 20-foot cliff. All right, I'm going to jump down there. Uh, roll me athletics to not make a fool of yourself. Okay. That's going to be... Oh, Jesus. That's a good sign. Plus seven. Plus seven? All right. With with your weird robot frame, you managed to swiftly <laughs> climb yourself down this wall <laughs> without so much as a scratch on your outer plating. And you're looking pretty good, remember? They, they souped you up back oh, at yeah, uh, yeah. the Brotherhood. Got tuned up. Yeah. Although you did kind of fuck up that Mr. Handy. Well, you Love know me. what? I mean, the the way of chivalry is not for all robots. Some can't bear the weight of it. That is undeniably true. I'm going uh, to have all the science people roll me a science check. Because I get the feeling some dialogue's about to happen. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I'm not even. Can't. <laughs> Plus five science. All right. They got their same beeping, booping noises. Plus one science. I don't think Alex is getting much. Robot, go beep. <laughs> Nah, you, you recognize that it's binary and the same shorthand binary as before, but uh, Chris is doing the heavy lifting and the translation this time. He starts Brash bleeding a little out of his Latin. nose. <laughs> We're speaking Latin really fast. <laughs> yes, erot parva magnum. And anyway. How do you say chill the fuck out in Latin? Uh, salve. <laughs> Render unto Kaisar. Neil be before Solway? Zod. What? It might be Solway. That that's like the com the commonly accepted things that V's were W's, but Yeah. Yes. 
Alway, Kaiser. <laughs> Alway. Right. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, Lamarack, uh, Lamarack, sorry, is basically howling in his binary shorthand. He is in full berserker mode. Why the fuck did he leave the Great Lakes to come down? Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Lamrak, stay your hand! With a loud crack, he brings the uh, spear against uh, the hammer into a blade lock, which is interesting because neither of them are a blade. Uh, <laughs> well, the halberd is, sort of. But. It's got a pointy bit. His head rotates on his shoulders to look at you. He peers down over the broad side of his shoulders. Lanso. I'm told Indeed. you I'm told you work for Mordred now. What? Yes. Never. That's not how I hear it. <sighs> Who told you such things? I'll have their head. I have my sources. Meanwhile, Boris is on the other side. Um, yes. Uh, I do hear that you are still loyal to King Arthur, I hear from Gawain. Um, by the way, um, Chris, in that last segment from Boris the Younger, you hear the word whelp. W-H-E-L-P. Gotcha. Where are my notes? There we go. <laughs> I have a lot of them. I like that apparently Lanso is even, like completely insane by the other insane robot standards. <laughs> um, Which robot said whelp? Uh, Bors. Okay. Which I accidentally called Brost. Uh, you see, Lancelot, uh, our friend, our mutual friend here is Accusing me of being under the complete employ of King Arthur. A bold claim, wouldn't you say? Did you say Arthur or Mordred? He said Arthur. Well, you, are you not? Of course not. What a ridiculous claim. Clang, clang. Lamarack turns, turns his head back towards you. Once I'm done with him, I come for you, Lancelot. Then who are you working for, Boris? Why, Mordred, of course. <laughs> he makes for a just what? king, Lancelot. Indeed. A, fratricide, or a, a patricidal madman makes for a good king? Hmm. Gawain told me we might come to a misunderstanding. By the way, I'm actually swinging my arms around as I say these lines. Just see. That's... <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I just figured I'd let you know so I don't feel quite as alone in it. <laughs> um... How can you work for the man who murdered our king? Well, well, our king is fine. It takes a lot to take one of us down. You know that, Lanso. Lamarack is 
howling again. He works for Mordred. You work for Mordred. Why does everybody work for Mordred now? I super don't. <laughs> like super duper, man. I hate that dude. <laughs> I hate that dude so bad. Then prove it with your steel. Take a side. Borza continues deflecting. Um, Lancelot's taking a side is hardly what we'd want as the Knights of the Round, yes? We need Generally to be together speaking. in our actions. Yes. And so how can I get you to quit siding with... What do you mean, King Arthur's still alive? I mean, he's never gone anywhere. He's never gone anywhere. What? Lemrek, could you just chill out for like one second, dude? Never! (laughs) God damn. (laughs) He brings the halberd down into a blistering swing, the haft of it bending in the air, although it's made of pure steel, and it whips just past uh, Boris's defenses and slits the top of his head. See what you've done, Lancelot. Lamrak, you're destroying yourself. This is not working. Listen, I can... I can take care of him if I need to, but we should speak first. You need to calm down. You're destroying yourself. It's for a good cause, Lancelot. I'm sure you can appreciate that. I can, but if you let us repair you, you can go on to fight for many more good causes. I'm not sure I can trust you yet. Lanceau takes his sword and offers it to him hilt first. My hands are a bit full at the moment, but thank you. Well, if you stop trying to murder our... Well, co-worker, I suppose. It's not murder. Then... It's triumph in combat. True. But uh, talking first... Remember, I understand that this is difficult sometimes, and actions certainly speak louder than words. But we can start with words, and escalate if need be. Alright, Lanzo, you and only you may make a report check. Okay. Uh, I will go ahead and spend a fate point to go ahead and uh, tag Valorous Knight Errant, Errant, because... That seems like it uh, holds some weight with this dude. Uh, not bad, not great. Plus four. He just screams at the sky and um, brings his halberd down across the ground, sparks jutting from a piece of metal that was sitting next to him that got shorn off him earlier, and brings it up into the bottom of the hammer, cutting a slash across it. You hear a cracking noise from one of his joints, as he steps, as he jumps back far farther than you would expect something so large to jump. You have my attention. My complete loyalty lies with our true and f- former king, Arthur. I hear that Mordred plans to sweep in from the north with allies to take this place. Boris. Turns his head to the side. So you do work from, from, you you do work for Arthur. Of course. Well, this does this does come as a surprise? 
Well, I, I wasn't aware that he's still alive. By the way, uh, you caught the word whelp again, Chris. Okay, is that, that's the only word I can pick out? Uh, it, it, because you noticed it earlier, you noticed it again. It's a very similar clump of binary. Mm, okay. You're getting bits and pieces that are telling you the general gist of the conversation. Right. Sorry, say again, Josh? Oh, well, I wasn't aware he was still alive. But I certainly don't intend to roll over and allow a mad tyrant to have his way. That being Mordred. Boris puts a hand up to his forehead and scratches it. He was always sort of the uh, the lovably confusable knight of the dinner and tourney. Wait, say that again. According to my understanding. Yes. Mordred murdered Arthur and left and attempted well is sort of usurping his kingdom or building his own now I wish Mordred had murdered, murdered Arthur well what? no Arthur killed Mordred let's start from the beginning yes yes I think that would be good Lamarack, uh, um, Lamarack looks between the two of you I also am confused Lemrak, while we're speaking, would it be all right if one of my friends uh, saw to your injuries and your terrible joint pain? He sort of makes an equivalent of cracking his neck, and part of his neck actually cracks. Um, yes, that would probably be for the best, yes. All right, I will wave down uh, <laughs> a badass tech team. <laughs> Alex will... Uh... We'll come forward at your beckoning, climbing down the cliff. Yeah, I guess Chris is also pretty okay at it. Lamrick sits down with a thundering crunch. <laughs> it's what's for breakfast. Could you guys see to his uh, his injuries? He's he's gone a long time without proper rest and care. Uh, of course. Thank you. I'll take care Let's of see it. what I can do. All right, you guys I, can make. I have me, a few things I need to sort out. You guys can make make uh, your better of repair or science. I I will roll crafts. Okay, Sorry, yeah. Crafts. Yes. I'll do science, and I'll spend a point of Doctor Robot confidentiality for the that Wasteland Doctor I got. Completely reasonable. <laughs> I. This seems like an appropriate time for Savior of Robot Kind, so I'll tap Completely that. Completely reasonable. <laughs> Plus five science. Uh, your, com your combined role will determine what you uh, what happens. <laughs> Very nice. All right, and that was an average roll. <laughs> I rolled. I rolled. I rolled uh, mediocre. So yeah, I rolled. Good thing we rolled... both burned fate points on that. Internets, uh, the, the heroes have rolled a combined value of 11, which, if you haven't paid attention, it's pretty high. It's pretty high, but considering we were both rolling our best skills, I think, it's actually not that high, and both spent fate points. It's actually fairly average. All right. Uh, you guys discover something, but it won't be for a minute or two. That is fair. Yeah, because presumably it takes some time to 
yeah, you're 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 just starting out by doing uh, basic structural welds, yeah, stuff like that. Bors looks affably confused as always. Now then, it seems we've come to an impasse. Well, no, we're mostly just not on the same page. Yes, it would appear so. So, start from the beginning. Arthur kills Mordred. That's how this whole thing started. He comes in, he usurps the throne from Mordred. And then he goes on to influence all of us. In various negative ways. Which is why I'm confused to see you working for Arthur. But Mordred is Arthur's son. No, Arthur is Mordred's son. Nephew. Both. Yes. Well, all the way around, but both. Right. The family tree okay. is complicated. <laughs> I never managed to memorize it. So, one of us is super wrong. Yes. So you're one saying us, you're working one of us for cannot, Mordred. One of us could not dead. be. Yes, one of us could not be more wrong. <laughs> so here's the thing. I think we all believe we're on the same person's side, and that is the previous dead kings. Can we agree on that? I believe so. And that his son slash nephew murdered him and is a jerk. Sure. Okay. Um, Alex, you are working on a crack in the side of Lamarack's head. And while you're in there, you find a hastily screwed in box. This is strange. What did you find in my head? He says in actual English. <laughs> oh, you sound a lot more intimidating when you are not speaking in beeps. Um, it looks like somebody put something in your head. I don't think it was originally supposed to be there. Hmm. Would you like me to try removing it? He looks backwards. Maybe. He looks back from Boris to Lanzo and back to Boris. Maybe we should wait until we have some better equipped facilities to do that. It would be a fairly simple removal, depending on how it's wired. Okay. I mean, if it's, it looks like it was added in pretty hastily. I don't think it'll take much to take it out. I can take a closer look, though. Maybe it's why he seems to be all super angry all of the time right now. But I have never been stronger, Lanzo. Yes, but it's also breaking you. And I mean, you usually get mad at, at things that are worth getting mad at. Oh, uh, sh yeah, she'll... It's a, that's a craft check to take it out. Okay. Uh, sure. His, his long robotic fingers clench around the haft of his halberd. Uh, plus five. Okay. With, uh, with right. a little bit of quick drill action, you managed to uh, take out the box, which appeared to be attached by magnet and then by screw. Mm. It takes a good amount of force to lever it out, but you managed to get it free. At some point, she has something jammed in for leverage and then comically, like, jumps off and hangs on to it. <laughs> Just sprawlings out of the. <laughs> <laughs> now then, this guy's like this guy's pretty huge, right? 
Oh, yeah. 12, 12 feet tall, still probably taller than you sitting down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'll remove it and take a closer look at it. Well, I guess she'll ask, uh, how do you feel? Still feel okay? Uh, I still feel betrayed. Um... examine the box points the halberd at lanso i can't believe you're working for arthur now okay you see you see what just happened yes i believe i did that that box lamarack was switching up the names treachery wait who put it there do you remember he stands up and screams ah Alex comically topples off of him, probably. Yeah, Chris starts running. Uh, do you do you take a look at the box while you're running? That, uh, that, that's Alex the, uh, the box. proceeds oh. to. Yeah, Alex is. Proceed- oh, sorry, I was just gonna say since it was asked, Alex, yes, is backing away, but she's not getting too far away unless you know the guy turns towards her, and then she might focus a bit more on that. But mostly, she's looking <laughs> at the box because she has no common sense. I was going to say, Zach, uh, uh, clearly Vespa, when, when she topples off of him, uh, clearly Vespa is there, catches her, yes. sits her down, oh, <laughs> dusts her off, um, as you pats her on the shoulder and then the runaway. Uh, as you look at the box, you notice that there's a small transmitter on the inner end of it that'd be able to create a wireless data stream. I, I think someone was so like... Uh, like someone was spying on him or always knew where he was or could constantly send commands or it's not a lot it's not a data stream going out it's a data stream going in it it looks like um it looks like this box was sending data to him from somewhere hmm. um i'm only getting about half of what's going on but i would Maybe say it might have been affecting what he thought, possibly. He also kept saying "wealth" a lot. Boris puts his hand up. That actually was me. Okay, I had sorry, I had Boris and Lamarack confused. Um, guys, real quick, let's speak English. That'd be horribly uncouth. <laughs> I, in, indeed, I, I agree. But perhaps it is a problem with language at this point. I'm not so, happy. I'm not happy about this, Lanzo. I am not either. It's it's coarse and vile. I agree, but still. All right. So Borth, in English, Borth speaks in English. I can't believe you're working for King Arthur's whelp. No. Ah, that's the thing. I am working. For King Arthur, not his whelp. His oh. whelp being Mordred. Mordred. Don't that, that just change shit. Indeed. One second. Lancer takes off his helmet and shows his robo brain. Um, Is there a box there? <laughs> oh should... god! <laughs> you can have Alex take a look at you. Yeah. Alright. Um I did not know you could do that. Okay. Uh yeah, she will ex- thoroughly examine Lanso. There's probably a bad crunching sound when he did it. He might have to fix something later. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Lamarack tries to join the conversation, and he just emits, 
Uh... (laughs) It's a a hype-ass air horn instead. I think that part is broke. I can maybe fix that later, too. So yeah, is there a weird box on on my rebel brain? There is, but it seems a lot more complex and a lot more attached. (gasps) But it's of Mm. similar make? Yes, it's of similar, like, rudimentary craftsmanship, but it's a lot more intricate. Okay, there's one here, but it's going to take a lot more work to get it out. It looks like this one... The other one looks like it was installed pretty quickly and sloppily. This one is was really worked on to integrate it. I see. Boris, could you relate to Lamarack? Well, he still understands English, so he's, he gets what we're saying. Never mind. So, so yes, it was a misunderstanding. It seems that Mordred used some kind of underhanded mind tampering, some foul magics to have us all at odds with one another. I must I must send word to Gawain. Yeah, Gawain so he, probably thinks you're a real son of a bitch. <laughs> indeed. I must make amends. But Lamarack, do you see now? It is Mordred that vile monster pulling the wool over all of our eyes. We are still brothers. He lets out a small shout in his in his beep tongue, and then just sort of looks down at the ground, looks at his hands, and his fingers shrink to a much smaller size. It will take me time to remember how not to be giants. <laughs> That's fine. We have some time. Do do you have homes currently? Well, my home was, and there's a plinking noise as he shot in the side of the head with a rifle. Oh, fuck. What? Because there's the, the, great, the Great Lakes kids. Yeah. Someone's up on the cliff. Die, you big fucker! <laughs> I, I shake my fist and say, stop it, you punks! Get out of here! It is all right, Lancelot. I have had many foes. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, we have we have captured the castle and are using it as a, fortifica- a fortification uh, for when Mordred's armies arrive. Uh, your companionship and strength would be most appreciated. He starts shaking his shoulders a little bit, making a small noise. <laughs> I get the feeling they're going to miss me up north. (laughs) (laughs) Now excuse me while I pound those children into the dust. I punch those children into men. (laughs) And he starts trying to dig his small fingers into the wall and it's not working. His his knuckles. Just on on one hand it says boys and the other is two men. God damn it. Damn it. People misinterpret this tattoo all the time. Makes me angry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Lamrax stands up, holding the haft of the halberd. Bors, I believe we had a duel to finish. Bors just puts his hammer back up. Um, it's a matter of honor. It's it's not going to be to the death, most likely. Uh, I mean, there's, a, there's a chance of it always, but okay, okay. Uh, I was. We have medical staff on hand. Yeah. All right. I'll just stand back over here. Let me know when the beat up one. Yeah, I'm gonna stand. duck behind this rock. You hear shout. You hear a uh, shouting and hollering from the top of the cliff. Forth looks over at you guys. It's gonna be a couple days. We'll catch up with you fellas later. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, do you, if you have a communicator, here's All a frequency right. to reach us at. Uh, should you need help with either of you being? Here are the coordinates to send your carrier pigeons. Yes, yes. friend. Yes, friend. I'll send a missive. Good travels. I really need to get this box removed. <laughs> I, I, I don't think the box is going to fix his voice. Well, no, but he sounds much more knightly in, in uh, Robo-Latin. <laughs> Robo-Latin. <laughs> I guess... I mean, you sound plenty knightly. I don't really understand why he doesn't. Uh, well, he's... You know... Do we know for certain he doesn't also have a box... Yes, because he was able to understand perfectly that uh, Arthur's whelp, aka Mordred, is is that it's the boxes seem to interfere with that part of uh, our. I'm going to call it an enchantment instead of a box. Uh, so let's just go with that. That enchantment <laughs> uh, seemed to interfere with our ability to comprehend those two names. Hmm. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I. I believe we spoke just fine. There's, there's another plinking noise he shot in the side of the head by a pistol. Well, it's, it's speaking it. You... Uh, no. You're speaking it incorrectly. Look, That's we why can, the confusion. We can have the enchantment identified on one of our terminals when we get back. Indeed. Unless, uh, unless Alex, you think you can uh, plug it into your Pip-Boy? Maybe, but do some basic diagnostics gonna... on the way back. Yeah, if I like sit behind him or something, one of y'all have to take my scooter then. Well, let's let's give anyway. these good nights to their uh, their duel. I shall see you both later. Good travels, Lancelot. Let Gawain know he's not working for Arthur. Yes, it still takes some getting used to, but yes. I will send a carrier pigeon to go in. Or some kind of radio message. If I don't have any pigeons, Andy. <laughs> the epic uh, light pigeon. Uh, yeah. Shit, hold on. Uh, Gawain is uh, the leader of the... The horseman. Horseman, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, actually, he fought me because he thought I was following Mordred. Right. Uh, actually, Vespa will say, I can pass that message along. I actually got some business down there. Very well. Uh, I will tell, and I will explain it more thoroughly in English than on the way. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Thank you. He sighs, kind of like Ugh, English. Like he speaks it most of the time now, but <laughs> it's the way for nights to talk to each other. Uh, you... And yeah, he'll just ex... he'll ex- explain the whole 
Mordred and Arthur thing. As you make your way up the cliff, you see at the top the uh, Wisconsinites are jumping in the air, high-fiving, screaming in, in joy and glee. Good job, guys. Yeah, we shot him and we didn't die. Yeah. Uh, How does your population survive? It largely doesn't. <laughs> because the answer... <laughs> <laughs> they work out the back of the night people get us. <laughs> I don't even know. Someday we'll visit that settlement. The best part about that was in the original way that we wrote it, they were fighting that robot with spears. <laughs> that was the only weapon they had. I just hope we don't run into fish ants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you head back to uh, Gizmet? Uh, I think we're going to stop off at the horseman camp, apparently. Or we'll stop, or we'll stop at Kismet no, and fine. then we'll I head mean, back down there. Yeah, actually, uh, actually, the I horseman mean, camp is past Kismet. Yeah, I, yeah. I was saying that, uh, that Vespa is going to just go off by herself with that. It's fine. There, um, it, there is just... a waiting task for you at Kismet. Which one was that? You held a man for an interrogation. Right, yeah, the the yeah, the ghoul. Who uh, Vespa, pretty sure v- murdered. V- Vespa people. says as uh, as as they are about to uh, to reach uh, the point where point of no return there, she's just like Y'all wanna deal with our murder investigation and I'll get to passing this message along. I won't be I, I, I won't be more than a day. I mean if you feel safe traveling alone. You got your radio, right? You know how to hail us. Message to where? Sorry, I've been kind of wrapped up in this box business. To the horseman, Gawain. Hmm. Do, can't we, we can't just radio them? Uh, Vespa's got other business to take care of. Oh, can we radio them? I mean, we can, but... You, you have the capability. Vespa was going to go down there to take care of something. All right, that's fair. Well, I'll, I'll, um, I'll radio him then uh, when we're done with this interrogation. I'll just stay back here. Sorry. Okay, because um, if we go down there, I mean, I'm assuming Lancel will probably want to go, and I might yeah, don't need worry to... about it. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay, um... Just, oh, I have so much to do. Tell me all. So, you guys, make you guys make it back to Kismet in good time. Tom. And uh, yeah, do you go? Do you go to? Um, what did I make his name again? Um, do you go? Do you go to Bancroft's uh, holding chamber? Yeah, yeah. Doctor Jeremiah Bancroft. Yep. All right. As you uh, pass the threshold into, uh, he's holed up in the jail usually with, uh, with uh, Doctor Jacobson. Right. Yeah. Uh, as, as you make it into the vestibule before the jail area, you're met with two faces that you recognize. Lady Killerella and Lord Supercrime are sitting there with guns. Real Lord, guns. Lord Supercrime has a pair of forty-five pistols with bat wings. No, the answer is no. 
Killer Killerella has a rifle with a horn on it. You uh, you guys here for something? He gives you a flat expression. He looks down. It is still pretty busted up legs. Yes, we were told that if there were to be more casualties, it should be from the war criminals. Uh, more casualties? If we're assuming this guy's the guy that killed the guy, then they want us to be in the path first. So our screams will give them warning. Fuckers. Huh. Huh, yeah. Um, we're going to try and get this resolved quickly. So you kids just stay put for now. Uh, Actually, why don't we just, funny. Why don't, why don't, why don't, why don't we just send them off? Yeah, what are you guys doing outside, doing outside the vault? They don't like us there. Not even a little. Are you following, are you following the handbook? Last time we followed the handbook, it was broken and then we were broken. Weren't you doing the thing on the villain redemption? Look, we're just going to work out here for a while. Although apparently the mechanics still hold a grudge against us. Uh, yeah, I'll have a word with them. Um, see if you can work off your debt to society. If all fails, I'm sure I could find some kind of jobs for uh, uh, you guys could take with the Frog Prince. I'm sure, he's he would like to have some minions. Yeah, if you guys want to leave oh. your weapons here, why don't you go to the medical wing? Been there, done that. So that like looks pretty busted up. Sure is. All right, let me see what I can do. Dr. Powers, engage! Take a fate point. <laughs> okay. I'll spend that fate point to fix him. <laughs> <laughs> you might need it. Let me see. I got be prepared. I have, I don't know, splints? Yep, sure. I got a plus five to, to medicine him. Plus five. Not enough to restore a severe uh, consequence. So All yeah, right. You patch him up some. You, you take away some of his minor cuts and scratches, and uh, you you get it largely set. But it's a bit late for um, for the most effective healing practices. He's gonna be messed up for a while, but you you moved him a little bit further on the road to recovery. How'd you break that leg anyway? He looks over at Lanso. I don't want to talk about it. And he takes a stick and starts putting on the ground and moving his wheelie chair out of the room. And Killerella's Killerella's actually okay, right? She just got shot with a rock salt, if I remember correctly. She's not happy. <laughs> that was a while ago, though. But but yeah, she is she is ultimately without serious bodily harm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she follows after. So you go talk to Bancroft. Yepper. I, I forget. The, the voice I gave him was. Do you remember what voice I gave him? Uh, uh English. Kindly, uh, yeah, sort of a kindly English old man. Oh, right. Um, yes, yes, how may I help you? Uh, yes, uh, Dr. Bancroft, um, 
We have some questions regarding your uh, regarding your whereabouts. Uh, I guess yesterday between uh, you know around the time that this murder happened. I don't remember what time during the day it happened. Well, I I was around here. Uh, do you so uh, you were in this you were in this cell? Nobody saw you leave. No, they don't post guards on me. I'm not. I'm not here as a prisoner. True. Um, do you remember? Do Do you remember any any uh, specific encounters that happened during your time in the uh, during your time in the uh, the mental hospital? No, no. I just stayed in there and thought. Because we have uh, prior to the facility's uh, ultimate destruction by atomic bomb we had uh, visual evidence that there was uh, somebody in there who appeared to um, who appeared to be triggered by uh, burglar alarms and would respond with extreme retaliation to uh, anybody who was armed uh, to anyone armed and we, in our whole time while we were looking through that place we did not see anybody there except for you well, I can't imagine I would have done anything. See, I'm hardly this, in the shape to fight a man. This is the thing. Here's the thing that I'm wondering. Are you familiar with the? Uh, uh, I assume you're familiar with that with that uh, ancient tale, the Manchurian Candidates. I was. Yes, yes, I did see it at some point before all of this happened. Now I I bring this up because. Uh, I bring this up because do you uh, do you remember a mechanic around uh, here in, by the name of Mac? I believe we Mac, may have last met name once. Hammock. I believe we may have met once or twice. Yes. Well, he around the time that we were testing our new alarm system yesterday, uh, shortly afterwards, he turned up very dead. Oh dear! Around here. Um. Yes, actually, in the upper levels of the Kismet Castle. Oh, dear. That is worrying, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so we have the alarm disabled for the time being, but we, we, have, we have alibis in place for anybody else who, who we believe could have carried it out, or anybody who possessed the strength. It appears that the Frankie Fox... It appears that the Frankie Fox uh, had was holding... Uh, there was a Frankie Fox statue that was holding a sign... Which was broken off and then driven through, driven through Max's shoulder blade, uh, all the way to the other side. My, that is gruesome. Yes, and it's a terrible thing that happened to Mac, but we're and we're trying to we're trying to understand why it may have happened, and we believe you may, we believe that whatever top secret, uh, whatever top secret project you were involved in. At the mental hospital may have involved some level of unconscious, uh, I don't know, some sort of unconscious combat training. Well, that sounds ridiculous. It does, but we couldn't find anything about you from your uh, from your file there. The entire the entire file had been redacted. Hmm. Well, I see. That is worrying. I feel like there's a pro there's a very easy test we could run to do this, but I do not want to risk any more personnel. I see. However, we may, there's a, I only mention this to you because if it is, uh, well, if it is you, we may be able to, I'm not sure, 
deprogram this? I'm not quite certain how it's in there, uh, how, how it would be in there, but I know I have, I, I know a, uh, a vast network of people with access to a wide variety of information. I'll be worth checking it out, I suppose. Actually, Chris, it might be something we can try, just to prove it. What do you want to do? We put him in a secure location. And when we drop the alarm, we make sure that one of the, uh, one of the, the, uh, the robots, one of the security bots we got, is there nearby with an unloaded gun. Hmm. Problem is, I don't know how long he would be in that sort of state. Yeah, that's exact. That's the thing that I'm thinking. I don't know how long, how long, or what conditions need to be met. It may just need. To, I know he stopped when. I know he stopped when the uh, when the raiders stopped attacking. Actually, I can't remember. Did he? Did he go out of his way to to like kill the last to kill a raider who was running, or did they all try to attack him even as even as they were like just getting owned? Um, if you remember correctly, the last guy ran and had a wheelchair wheel smashed over his head and turned. Um, actually, did he keep fighting until the alarm shut off? Uh, he kept fighting until the threats were gone. Well, the threats were gone. Okay. Uh, all right. So we would leave one threat in there with him. He'll fight until the threats are gone, if this is even the case. Okay, so I'm trying to think about a secure place we could put him where he would be unlikely to escape. Where we could safely monitor the number of threats around him. The only place I can think of that is that is at all, uh, that is at all safely sealed is the Gek Room. And I don't really want to put him in there because it's the Gek Room. Um, I also don't want to seal it because it's the Gek Room. If... If uh, I can think of a place that would be a bit of a trek to test it. Are you thinking about taking him to your vault? Mm. I even someone like him would have trouble getting it out if it's locked. Da- getting out if it's locked down, and w- well, it'd be easy since there's nothing working there right now. It'd be easy enough to control what's a threat there. All right, we can. All right. We can probably handle that. We just need to fix up some uh, means of transport in the meantime uh, does your vault have your, does your vault have a security alarm Th- does it GM um, I believe all vaults do if nothing else uh, the there's a klaxon that rings when the door's about to open mm-hmm. all right so we can test that I think there's some there's there's something we can use for surveillance in there to prove this if it's in fact true. Uh, Dr. Bancroft, would you submit to this to uh, so that we may be able to verify that this is indeed the cause of the attack? Well, I suppose so. I, my blueprints have been coming along well, and Jacobson can do well with what uh, what's left of them. As long as nothing comes to harm of me, I still have quite a few years left, you see. Uh, sure, why not? All right, let's see if we can uh, prep up the new trailer. We got us a journey. All right. 
this point that um, let's see, Alex, uh, with the help of Chris, with the help with the help of Chris's uh, help along the way that he retroactively gave with that plus five you rolled a while back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you figured out what the box is. Yeah. It is basically a box containing a computer virus. A computer virus that erases itself once the once the connection is no longer made between the box and the robot brain. It's a virus that infects two particular parts of um, of the robots: the auditory center and the speech center. So presumably, given what Lanza knows, we can figure out what specific specifically it was doing it was i mean it supports the theory that it was that this was actually causing them to hear and say the wrong names that would be a reasonable assumption and there However, was you also sorry uh there was also uh there was also an antenna on it like it was receiving from somewhere right uh the antenna is how it appears to have been communicating with the robot brain gotcha. since there was no okay. direct wire connection gotcha gotcha and i will say though that lanso's appears more elaborate and also you do not have the technology to take it out okay so um thanks to uh shit i'm blanking out matt's character's name is chris yes yes chris yao chris yao that is what i was thinking that it was was i just couldn't remember for sure yes uh thanks to uh with chris's help i think i've figured out something though it's kind of a good news bad news situation uh the good news is I know what the box does. It's a virus. Hmm. Uh, it looks like it's a virus that uh, affects the auditory and speech parts of robots. So uh, Lance's theory of what was going on is probably correct. It, uh, it looks like the it looks like the the signal it's sending out is to communicate with the robo brain because it's not actually directly wired in um in any way uh which brings me to the bad news though with what we have here i don't think i can take out the one in land so well that gives us another reason to go up to to go up north then doesn't it or do you think you don't even have tools there you probably don't even have the tools there mm. however you do know someone who does oh is it uh Doctor, it's not Strauss. Oh, it's not Strauss. Strauss didn't have tools when we took him. (laughs) Who do you know that collects various technological tools? I don't have the tools, but the Brotherhood might. Bingo. Yeah, the Brotherhood might also have a secure holding cell. Though. Shit, did Alex ever find out that Lanso zapped, into, like, nearly fried a dude or something when they tried to tamper with him? Um, you probably were tangentially aware that, um, uh, the Mr. Handy that was connected to Lanso did some pretty, uh, basically went into a frenzy briefly before it was atomized. I wonder... Wait, just just thinking. Um, Chris, you know more about this kind of thing than I do. Rope? Viruses that affect robots are those potentially contagious? I mean, it depends. It's called a. I mean, it's it's called a virus because it in, it because it infects and spreads. But this one seems to be more. Uh, if it's if it's plant if it's implanted via hardware, then it probably 
doesn't. I mean, the, uh, what was it, boars seem to be unaffected. And Even though he was in close proximity, that's true. And they were talking back and forth. There was a means by which the there's a means by which it could have been spread. Well, I mean, the signal range must be very extremely short. Yeah. But the it's just I remember that uh I remember hearing a racket and someone saying that uh Mr. Handy that tried working on Lanso back at. Uh, the Brotherhood kind of lost its marbles. Hmm. It could be the particulars of the hardware. Maybe coming in contact with, maybe direct contact with the hardware may, uh, could do it. Hmm. In that case, you might have to be careful. I mean, I'd have to still use, they might have the tools, but if they'd have, still have to be entirely mechanical, or... Yeah, we'd have to, we'd have to be, we'd have to be Careful about it. Have to be all humans, uh, no exoskeletons or anything like that. I mean, we could see what happens with. We could test it with this one and one of the trauma harnesses. I'm not sure how the see how that reprograms them. One of the more broken ones. Uh, I'm not sure how this. I'm not sure how this one works though. Yeah. Well, in Although case, if the Mister Handy, if, we... if the Mister Handy was attempting to remove it, it may have had to do something to understand it first. There might be something stamped on it um something stamped on it that could be transmitting the data as well i'm not sure or it may be able to tram or maybe it may also be able to transmit it wirelessly to nearby robots yeah i mean in any case i guess we could radio them and see if they'd be willing to let us use it and figure this out they really like text, so even if it is a weird virus, they may be interested in how it works. Hell, we could exchange the... We could pay them in the box with the other virus. That's true. I'd like that to keep one of them, though. We might be able to use it for something. I'm not sure what. Although the Brotherhood probably has a better use for it. Given, so given how specific the virus seemed to be, I don't know how, what, how much good we'd get out of it. Well, I guess the, we may be able to reprogram it or something like that, but yeah, we're not coming into contact with terribly many robots these days. Mm. Except for that Vendertron. Yeah, all right. Well, I can um, call up. I can call up the Brotherhood Bay. I can call up the uh, the Brotherhood at Cape Canaveral and see if maybe they'll also uh, let us do our experiment with Doctor Bancroft. They may be more hesitant on that one. Though I'm guessing they probably have better detention cells than we do. True. Although it is also possible that if they see him as a Manchurian as a as a Manchurian candidate, they may uh, also just want to keep him or kill him. Well, from what I hear, I have nothing but respect for these Brotherhood fellows. Yes, I'm just I'm not certain I'm not certain of the way that they would address a would address a, a random and. Uh, uncontrolled threat, but I can ask them. They have no reason to lie to us. Hmm. I'd be happy to go along with you. It would be nice if we could get both things done at the same place, then we wouldn't have to split up. Indeed. Alright, I'll uh, hail Cape Canaveral, I guess. Hello, this is Bell. 
Hello, this is uh, this is Chris Yao of the Kismet Park Protectorate. Um, ah, what can I do for you, Chris? Uh, we are requesting uh, re- requesting use of your workshops and also uh, also use of um, one of your detention cells for an experiment. Hmm. We have a there is a uh, I believe you've the uh, our robot uh, Lanso one zero seven appears to be outfitted with some sort of there appears to be some third party addition to his uh, cyber brain. That is making him misinterpret things. Uh, we don't have the t- we don't have the hardware to remove it here, but we think we, you might have the tools to take care of it. Um, it looks hear, like you hear almost a soft chuckling over the uh, microphone. Come by, I've actually whipped something up for just such an occasion. Oh well, okay. Um, we also regarding the detention cells. There's another person here who is uh, similarly affected. Uh, we have a ghoul who we believe has been conditioned to uh, turn into a living weapon whenever he hears an alarm. And we believe that your, we believe that your detention facilities uh, may be better equipped to hold him and uh, let him experiment on a, uh, experiment on a test subject um, uh, better than we possibly could. All right. Come on, come on by when you get the chance. All right. Sounds good. This is a uh, Kismet Protectorate over and out. All right. All right. Do you head over to uh, Brother of Steel Canaveral zone? Yeah. Cape Canaveral. That's the place. We head on okay. down to the bone zone. Um, I, I, I was going to say I have a silly idea for how we can set up a th- an expendable threat. Alex uh, brings a Roomba that's modified to hold a gun. <laughs> I think the other thing uh, we were going to try just, was bringing just one of the tape tra- a knife to it. <laughs> well, we were also talking about bringing down one of the trauma, bring down one of the, bring down one of the mascot costumes with one of the busted trauma Honda suits in it, since it can just hold a gun that's empty, and is in the case of conditioning maybe more likely to be perceived as a threat. <laughs> Though let's also bring the Roomba too, just to get a good feel. Bring the Roomba just in case. I am sorry, my I am sorry, my pet. You must die so that others might live. <laughs> Can she bring the battle hardened once they recovered from the minefield? That might just kill him. I don't know. <laughs> I think it would. That it knows Roomba only the, is, it, it uh, knows the taste of blood. And on, on, honestly, we should probably put that Roomba down. No, he can clean um, up the prison cells. It. No, man. It knows the like you said. It knows the taste of blood. It it can only kill. We can reprogram it to kill grime. It's not going to be enough, man. It really isn't. <laughs> Given the way things go for us, it will probably have plenty of blood to clean up. <laughs> All right, so we. We pack, we pack a, a Roomba and a busted trauma harness and an assault rifle and uh, us and Bancroft into a trailer. All right, <laughs> and you make and you uh, take the short trip to Cape Canaveral. He welcomes you and shuttles you quickly to a place deep in the center of Cape Canaveral. <clears throat> All right, it's. He, he leads you to a chamber deep in the middle that says Experimental Space Travel Simulation Chamber. Whoa. Oh. 
Lanzo. I'm interested. Lanzo, he hands you a robo interface wire. And the, he and he has a couple of attendants hand the rest of you outfits. And he looks at you with a big smile on his face. Gentlemen, suit up. You're going in. <laughs> and that's where I'm ending the session. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, the, session, the session, so session 15 is going to be the fantastic voyage. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I'm just... Journey I'm to the center gonna, of the bot. I'm just gonna say Alex looks possibly happier than than ever before. God damn it! <laughs> good, good, good show, James. Yeah. I had fun. That was not the way I was expecting that to go, but okay. <laughs> like uh, some... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call this session the rite of passage. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you'd ever manage to find a way to fucking throw things. Hey guys, guys, I hope you're ready to be translated into like fucking fantasy ass fantasy classes. I'm really, (laughs) really excited for it. Not gonna lie. Next session, Project Doom. (laughs) Chris Yao obviously is the white mage or the cleric, (laughs) I guess technically. Yeah. Yeah. But Vespa's the ranger. I guess I'm the monk or fighter type. No um, idea, I mean, honestly, you may be closer to uh, some sort of white mage in Lancer's head. That is true. <laughs> this is a You're good You're the point. princess. It's, <laughs> no, she's, she's it's the chosen job one. to be a princess. <laughs> I am the but chosen like, one. <laughs> yeah. Chris is Chris is the tinkerer, and he has some sort of horrible meat gun. I, <laughs> I thought he was the saltomancer. <laughs> just, just there's got there's got to be a better Latin thing for that or something. Salamancer. Sal, no, no, that's almost different. The salamander. James, remind remind me to spend a fate point to trigger helpful radio DJ in there just to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's been, yeah, that's been your you. most unused stunt. Well, actually, no, I think the single most unused stunt in this campaign so far is my followers of the apocalypse stunt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I keep, I've used I've, it a few times. No, I've, I've, I've never used that one. Oh, which one's your, uh, which, what's that do? It gives me plus contacting when I'm interacting with followers of the apocalypse. I've been meaning to call them up on the radio. We've just had a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. You met one. Did I? Yeah. yeah. Pestilence. Oh, right. Shoot. I forgot about him. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a couple months. Yeah. No, uh, that's that's completely um, fair. Yeah. I forgot. I, I think I have him written down in our list of. Yeah. There we go. Former Dr. Macaulay of the followers of the apocalypse. Now lead doctor for the Fort Horseman. Um, yep. But yeah, I think I was going to have the because I was eventually going to call the followers in so that they could so that they could train the juice vault people in civil skills. The, so that they can actually become productive members of society. <laughs> the, the juice vault. <laughs> <laughs> To uh, to be fair, probably the, I mean the only of my stunts that I really use a ton is Uncanny Tinker, which just says I passively don't take penalties for unfamiliar tech for messing with unfamiliar tech. 
Yeah, no, I mean the and the one that the one that I use the most in this has been MacGyver or Slippery Target. Actually, I guess Wasteland Doctor, since that just means I can use medicine without taking a penalty. I, I I've been meaning to use Helpful Radio DJ more often, but then I always forget when it comes up. Like I was gonna use it as we were approaching the the here to see if we'd heard about like the big robot or something, <laughs> to see if they had a report about this battle or. The, the wandering kill you know the wandering kill bot that they were hunting <laughs> or otherwise get info on it but then it didn't become necessary at all also when we were thinking oh. about test targets for bancroft i was going to put reagan out there but then i realized that that may also be bad for bancroft and worst case scenario we lose reagan or best case we scenario don't. we lose reagan yeah we don't want to lose reagan we don't want another seven day battle on our hands we don't want to lose reagan okay <laughs> Reagan is the soul of this place. He is the soul of this place. We need to go. We need to go. Not to, even understand. Oh man, we need to find. We need to find wherever Kismet Epcot is and see if we can get more presidents. <laughs> <laughs> can, can that will be when it comes time to prepare for the grand final battle? That will be Alex's major contribution as the president. <laughs> Shove this down your water gates. <laughs> but anyway, does anyone have any questions, comments, anything of the sort? No, uh, I'm guessing this is a minor milestone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have anything in mind. So uh, I guess good night. Right, internet. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for next session. Internet. Good night. Good night. night. <laughs>